Boom! What is up, everybody? It's five till midnight. We have Typo, Sam Urban, and Adam Nutter. Yo. Hopefully everyone's doing fantastic out there. Uh, Adam, how you doing? Good, Brother Bear. How are you? Excellent. Sam, how are you? Oh, he's frozen. Typo, how are you, dude? Crazy. I'm doing great, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad we could have your laugh back this week. Uh, we're going to yes. talk a little bit of crap on Green Day. And, uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm sure this will be entertaining. I'm sure everyone's uh, filled with life over this. Yeah. So if anybody hasn't heard, uh, Green Day was on New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest per- by Dick, Dick – what's his face? Fucking – what's his goddamn name? The old, uh, the old guy who died. Dick Clark, right? Oh, that's that oh, no, dude. You you got me beat. <laughs> yeah, uh, it used to be Dick Clark. And my my brain just fucking fried. That was crazy. Uh, but it was his <laughs> old show. Ryan Seacrest took over for us. His New Year's Rock and Eve, uh, and Green Day was on. And during American Idiot, they they changed some words around. So uh, here it is. Let me know if you guys could hear this. Yeah, volume's up. All right. I don't I just don't understand how like I like the whole thing is like the song talks about how it's against the media but the media hates MAGA dude I don't know what you're talking about this was stunning and brave typo (laughs) <laughs> this was stunning and brave how what are you talking about it's the brave in 2023 24 it's the most brave to say anti-trump and maga stuff what do you talk we all know the media loves trump and everybody's for come on typo what are you talking about they're they're heroes heroes <laughs> Yeah, they're probably going to be canceled tomorrow. Yeah, I also thought it was kind of funny that they censored out the – I don't know if we could say it. It might be a little too early in the stream, but I'm going to go ahead and let it rip anyways. Uh, (laughs) Instead of saying a faggot, they just censored that out. And it seemed like he censored it. Not like the show censored it. It seems like he censored saying faggot, but he was more than happy to say the MAGA agenda. And, like, look, there definitely is a Make America Great Again agenda, but, I mean, it's part of politics. There's a build back – better agenda there's all an agenda to any political movement and that's what maga is but it's not <laughs> the, the way that they interpret it is that it's stunning and brave to go on to right. national television and then speak out against those mighty republicans when currently they hold no cultural or institutional power and, and as a matter of fact a lot of them typically do run with democrats but hey let's just kick republicans in the balls quote unquote because it makes us you know we're, we're sticking it to the man but once again sticking it to the man would be sticking it to the president who's been in government for 50 years at this point and, and you know he's not talking about like trump he's talking about like all the regular people out there who just voted for, like he's not just being like the elite republicans he's like no you you pig regular blue collar slave wage worker <laughs> like you're yeah, the problem <laughs> yeah it's like dude they bought your shit for fucking 40 years you fucking old hack <laughs> you know, it's like, and again, we were talking off air, like, dude, Dookie's a great album. I'm never gonna take that away from them. But again, separate the art from the artist. These guys are fucking faggots, like 100%. They're all Billy, like, uh, Josh Smith put out a good tweet today. He goes, uh, I, I one time helped install like a $200,000 like audio video unit in one of these dudes' house back in the day. And they're singing about like, the American dream hurts me. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I have a little shitty LED light behind me. You have a fucking $200,000 LED system in your house, guy. 
calm the fuck down. Like, all hypocrites. Yeah, it's always funny to see these, like, millionaires or these people who are doing insanely well talking about how bad the system is. It's like, you realize, like, this is your bread and butter. Like, you built this. You should be celebrating it. And you should be giving back to the people who like supported for you, but instead you're going to punch down at the very people who like essentially made your living for you. Like if it wasn't for the rednecks that you're speaking out against, or, you know, even like the corporate agenda, the people that you're kicking against are the people who've signed your paycheck for literally the last 40 years. Like in every single shop I've worked for, I've heard Dookie, I've heard Warning, I've heard When I Come Around, all these songs yeah. are in like, blue collar america so i mean these people have supported green day for years and years and years and then just to kind of turn around and say oh well you know fuck you guys because you like trump like you could separate you know the political class in the elite class from the average voter but that's not the distinction that they're trying to make yeah dude it's, it's yeah it's, it's again it's so hack yeah it was really what's crazy is like uh like you know they were kind of like anti-war during like the bush years and stuff and a lot of like veterans, like people in the military, love that shit. They love that anti-war music. They listen to a lot of it. Um, I know that, like, uh, like I can't even think of a song right now. But a lot of these songs, and like, you know, those those people that were in the military, a lot of them got out, and a lot of them now are Trump supporters. Like that's just how it went for them. And you know, like, whatever, like they're acting like. You know, like, I'm not saying Donald Trump was the perfect, most anti-war president, but he was better than most presidents we've ever had, at least in my lifetime. And, yeah. you know, these guys are just like, oh, yeah, well, the MAGA agenda is like the worst thing ever. Well, it's like, okay, well, who, like, who is giving, what corporate money and media propaganda, what party is being support, obviously supported way more by the corporate institutional power than the other one and it's clearly the democrats over the republicans and especially between trump and biden it's like obvious who's getting more corporate money and who's has more uh grace from the media and it's just crazy that i don't know i don't even think i don't even think they do they think these people know that this is obvious or are they just dumb do you think they just want to go along with it because everyone in their group friend group or elite group is going goes along like this like, I don't know. I don't know how did you, you hear the little shout. Like, they did get like a fucking cheer from the fucking, <laughs> yeah, probably like audience. Was like, that New did. York? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it was like yeah. the LA side of the show because they had like they double broadcast, like simulcast, whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah. But dude, like, yeah, I, I, it's, it's so hack. And like, again, what are you saying? This is hack shit that people have been saying for fucking the last six years now. They still talking shit on Trump when, the, when already Biden's already out of office already. You know, it's like a whole yeah. four years went by. They still just talk shit like he's running things. Yeah, it's, it's so that's, fucking dumb. That's dude. such a good point, Adam. Like I actually read this. I don't know who said this on Twitter, but the fact that they like so you know all this hype about Donald Trump when he was in office, you know, dictator, evil guy, he took over the country. You know, America's over, and then they thought like voting Donald Trump was like out what is like it's gonna be over but they're still talking about it it's like almost would have been better for them if they just let him win another election in a row so there wouldn't be this gap year where we're still have to talk about this guy all the fucking time and now there's a possibility he could be president where we're going to talk about him again for another four years if he wins so it's like they almost like but it's almost like they want it though because they want that like 
I don't know, obvious guy that you can just shit on. You can just go on any stage anywhere and just be like, oh, he sucks. I hate Donald Trump and the crowd will, uh, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, this is why I put out a couple tweets a couple weeks ago, and I said, I hate Donald Trump, buy my merch. And then I put out another tweet right after it and said, I love Donald Trump, buy my merch. Because he is the perfect grift for absolutely everybody because leftists yeah. and leftist institutions can get get a paycheck off of saying, I hate Donald Trump. And people will just be – will trip over themselves to send you know all their money to go you know to, to stick at the donald trump and his supporters and then his supporters will send good money over bad to donald trump um you know i i think i talked about it last show but um the, he raised i think it was 200 or 240 million dollars to pay for lawsuits for quote-unquote election fraud it only spent 40 million of those dollars on election fraud lawsuits. <laughs> so i mean but that's literally what it is is that if there's no boogeyman awesome. nobody gets paid donald trump yeah. Trump is their boogeyman so therefore they need donald trump to stick around and donald trump will rally up his base and they're too stupid to discern the fact that he's fucking conning them too but you know once again the, the green day doesn't give a shit about that they don't give a shit that donald trump is conning his supporters into supporting him and then you know all the influencers are doing the same fucking thing he just thinks that he's you know this nazi dictator although he cucks to the left to israel to whoever every single time it comes to actually do something it, but once again this is why he's the perfect grift because he gives the establishment everything they want and then you know at the same time his supporters will still pay him hand over fist they're complacent in it and then the left gets all the money from you know the donor class and from the media and they get good ratings and they get views it, it's literally like this perfect storm around a president Dude, Agreed. the lead singer is Billy is British. I actually didn't know that. Is he? He's not really British, but he wants to be. All right. Is he this? Oh, oh you know, he sucks, dude. Let me, let me bring this dude, up. Dude, that's worse. <laughs> let me bring this up. So this is uh, the other thing that we were talking about earlier. Uh, Green Day's Billy Joe Armstrong to renounce U.S. citizenship over Roe v. Wade reversal. But did he though? Right. Yeah, this 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 is literally the I'm moving to Canada. If Donald yeah, Trump it's, it's and nobody. How did. <laughs> many fucking losers say this? And they're like, well, if I leave, it's like showing I lost. <laughs> Whatever they say, it's like, yeah, man, you're a loser. That's exactly what it is. It, it's so here. Let me... <laughs> Fuck America! I'm fucking renouncing my citizenship. I'm fucking coming. <laughs> If I was president, I'd deport him. Dude, what? What a cringy! Fu You're a 55 year old man. You cringy fucking loser. Yeah, having a <laughs> like, meltdown on holy stage. Holy shit! You are a multi millionaire of American dime. You fucking scumbag! Like to hear these fucking rich 
talk about they want bring their bullshit into it. These rich white dudes, <laughs> fuck, that's the first thing they would say, right? Is like, yeah. Oh, it's the white. Pe- you're white. <laughs> you are white. <laughs> it's like you're a white billionaire who lives in California on the fucking hills where people below you are literally dying on Skid Row. And you're like, I'm going to move to England where it's not at all bad. It's like, shut up, you fucking bitch. What a dude. Bitch, and it's, dude. it's over like Roe versus Wade. Like, I don't know. Anytime I see like dudes melt down over that stuff, I, I just lose all respect for them. Well, like, yeah, I mean, like, it really, it really goes to show how we live in a uh, gynocentric social order where people feel the need to virtue signal over the fact that we can no longer murder children. Cause I mean, if we're going to be honest here, I'm sure that's, I think all you guys are pro-life just as I am. Yes. Um, I do believe that <laughs> once again, yeah. Um, a, 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 the voluntary act of sex does you know basically and you're giving consent for a child anytime you have sex because there isn't a single person in the world who doesn't know what that's for so if you're okay with killing a baby okay i disagree with you and that's wrong but like to be a dude virtue signaling over that it just shows that like my dick hurts and i want all the women of the world to know that i support your right to quote unquote bodily autonomy and that you're just ceding all your moral ground to women rather than taking a stance on your own which would actually be somewhat meaningful but i don't know it's just like such bitch shit to be doing shit like that dude I just imagine like some Nigerian immigrant and his family, and they're like, I came here like because it's better. <laughs> and you're just you're a multi-millionaire who played fucking jingles for a living, and you're like, it's so hard, you fucking yeah. <laughs> like honestly, what a fucking bitch. Oh my god. That's so true, dude. They can just step over like the homeless in their streets and they don't even care they probably don't even see them they don't even see them do they get their private cars take them to, take them to their palace and they get in, on top of their palaces they're just bitching about like what like what really are they bitching about that's a good point too like the offspring off offspring offspring during COVID thing when they fired their what drummer or fucking guitar player yeah. the fuck fired yeah, the drummer, drummer right because they were like yeah, yeah. Was like we need the vaccine it's like dude <laughs> that's fucking crazy yeah well a lot of these like a lot of these uh, like uh, I mean I kind of already was seeing it before COVID but a uh, COVID really exposed like Hollywood and then like the singers and and like all of these celebrities in our uh, society is like the hacks and chills they really are. I mean, uh, Travis Kelsey is just being ran through the ringer all the time because of his yeah. massive support for like I don't know which one it is, but one of the shots Pfizer. and Pfizer, yeah. And you know, it, and then like they demonized Aaron Rodgers, but they they prop up Travis Kelsey and I don't know it, all these people that like I I think the remember the thing that pissed me off the most was that like Gal Gadot zoom video with all oh. those other celebrities when they're like we're all in this together they saying imagine and i'm i'm yes i'm sitting at home unemployed getting some fucking bullshit unemployment paycheck because like i can't go back to work and she's singing in her like mansion we're all in this together i'm living those- in a house with three roommates at the time <laughs> i'm like you fucking bitch dude i know it's funny about that they didn't even try to hide their mansions they were like Almost angling their cameras to be like, look how awesome my house is in COVID. Anyway, here's Imagine by John Lennon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, I couldn't believe they would do that. I just couldn't believe they they thought that was okay. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also funny because like one of the talking points was, oh, you need to stay home and do your part to stop the spread of COVID. It's like, fuck you, dude. Like most of the people that you're telling that to live fucking paycheck to paycheck and you're going to tell them, well, you need to do your part and stay home without pay. Don't provide for your family, but do the right thing. Suck my fucking dick. And you know what? If you got all this money and life is so good for you, and I'm not saying they have to do this, but if you really fucking believe this, then fucking hey. Pay my ass to stay the fuck home. Other than that, all it is fucking virtue signaling on your part, and I don't fucking care. Suck my fucking balls. Yeah, the, the amount of yeah, the amount of I mean, this is just like old hat now, but like the amount of celebrities that have absolutely were like, you should stay home. It's like you should give up your money then. Yeah. <laughs> like it's that simple. Okay, cool. Give me a million dollars. Yeah. It's why I, I'm, like, I'm a little sympathetic to like the left when they're like, eat the rich. And it's like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of understand that mentality right. it's because when you watch yeah. these motherfuckers and how they act, and it's yeah, just but like, the, I the difference you. is like other rich. Uh, well, I'm sure other brands of rich folk don't don't say that they're just rich and like they just live yeah. being rich, and that's fine. It's the it's the hypocrisy we don't like. That that's what mm -hmm. when I hear eat the rich, I think of those guys like Billy Joe Armstrong, that motherfucker yeah. who's like, yeah, that's what I I'm that. rich and I'm gonna virtue signal to you. Who? How much do you pay for this ticket, by the way? You poor Londoner. <laughs> I'm sure 250 bucks, you know, so, or pound, whatever shellings, whatever the fuck dumb loony currency shellings. they use. But like, <laughs> whatever fake money they use. But like, it, 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 you know, it's like, you're you're the problem. It's not it's not like the dude from Walmart who's very much like, no, I'm rich. Suck my dick. <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, all right. Fair. Like, yeah, touche, sir. Tip of the cap. Like, you're, you're owning the rich. It's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. That's my take on it, but fuck Billy. Yeah, I, uh, I did watch The Sound of Freedom last night. Dude, I just watched that the other day, too. Yeah, I cried a lot, guess. but I don't know if you did also. <laughs> I cried a lot. <laughs> I was so dude, fucking sad. Dude, it was, it so was sad. sad. I was, it was like, so God. fucking sad. It was crazy I watched sad. it with my girlfriend, so I had to restrain myself. <laughs> and, like, Kyle, you were saying, like, uh, I well, think one okay, of the dudes so involved got busted for something. And I I'm think you're right. Sure yeah so one of the I, I i can't remember exactly who it was but um I, I listened to lots of media roots radio and that's kind of like my progressive podcast that i listen to to uh make sure that i'm um i don't want to say like completely out of loop but i, I get like an opposing viewpoint yeah you're and, yang uh, of, of, of <laughs> a political uh, viewership well yeah exactly so um he did um robbie martin is the dude who runs it and his uh sister abby martin is on there yeah i know abby martin, well. yeah. I, I know him it, too, yeah yeah so basically what had um happened was he did like a whole deep dive on um on the sound of freedom and i want to say it was jim caviezel or basically like part of the operation that helped pay for the movie was called operation underground railroad which is where allegedly they would go rescue children and go do like these rescue rescue missions in um i, I want to say it was like south america or something like that and I guess one of the people involved with that literally got charged with like a giant sex scandal, which is really funny for, you know, these yeah. people are supposed to be for the children. And as much as I hate to kind of give it to the mainstream news, because, I mean, we've been dunking on them the entire time. They kind of were right when they said it's a little bit of a QAnon offshoot. Not that it's 100 percent that, but there's definitely like some elements of that to it. And then if you listen to a Jim Caviezel talk about QAnon and uh, the way that 
that he is like i legitimately think jim caviezel has like mental issues if you've heard him talk and like the way that he acts um he said that when he played jesus in the passion of the christ that uh he was having like an out of body and religious experience dude legitimately seems like he has like mental issues i don't mean like he like there's anything morally wrong with him like i think he needs like some time with like a therapist or something like that. Oh, maybe I don't know anything about Jim Caviezel personally, but like he, right here, on. here's my two points to, to you, Kyle. And like one, sure. it's like yeah, every place that deals with kids, that's where pedophiles are going to be. Like that, exactly. of course. Yeah. Like that's that's you know you you go where the deer are when you hunt. You don't fucking sit in your <laughs> well, living room. Yeah. Why, why, why do you, why do people rob banks? Because that's where yeah, the money's it's, at. Of course. So like of course yeah. any anything with children, you're gonna have creeps. So that's without say so you're gonna have bad apples yeah. in a good operation right so that being said that's one two again just because one guy got busted the message is still a thing we should oh, all yeah, care no. about so yeah, i no, don't absolutely really care, you know what I'm, i mean i care that this guy was doing terrible things i mean like i don't yeah. it doesn't mean anything to me like the fact is like this is a real thing i think when the media was yeah. like it's, they're trying to discredit it when they say call q anon shit because the well, fact yeah, is exactly. like right child trafficking is the second i think largest trafficking in the world now it passed the arms race mm. that's what the movie said i looked it up it passed the arms race and it's like mm. close to the drug trade so it's like it's two so, I, so the media being like it's Q and not. No, that's left wing pedophiles trying to discredit pedophilia. That's what that is to me. Like mm -hmm. honestly, like you know, you could yeah. So you could be like, well, Jim Caviezel's a little weird. Sure, probably that one guy got busted. Well, yeah, that makes sense because that's where fucking kids are. So yeah, you're gonna have again. Mm -hmm. You don't hunt where there's no fucking deer. So it's like the fact that they put this movie out there and it's so many people fucking saw it. And it, it and by the way, it's a true story. I don't know if you know that. This is a true story. Yeah. The guy Ted yeah. Ballard, who's a fucking real life hero, by the way. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That guy's a, he quit his job at Homeland Security with a, f a family of like eight, a wife yeah, and like seven yeah. kids. Like, not kidding, like seven kids. And his wife, like, I, 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 there's also a documentary, but they were like, he, they came across the part where they were like, all these kids are international and we only have so many rules. We can't, you know, just go over there and crack skulls. So his leaders, his boss was like, you can't go to Columbia, dude. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, yeah, cool, I quit. Yeah. We quit. And then went down there on his own, made fucking local connection with the cops down there. And they just did fucking raids and shit. And they showed, like, the real footage at the end of the raid they did. It's, it's wild, dude. It's actually fucking crazy. Yeah. Anyway, that guy's a real-life hero. That's my point about Santa Freedom. And fuck pedophiles. Yeah. They should be killed. That's my other point. Well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, like, and see, that was the disgusting part about the, uh, the media is that, like, basically they – the the merits of the film were definitely were good and I, I do believe that they were sincere but like um you know if your gut reaction is as soon as you see something like that say oh you know QAnon, you know this is basically just like some ridiculous conspiracy shit then i, I kind of question your motives if, right if, like yeah. your immediate reaction to seeing something good is oh well this can't be good because it's associated with x like right poisoning I, the I think the goal there was to like discredit it for like the vast majority of regular liberal left-wing people who would be like oh pedophilia is bad because every i mean everyone agrees on this it's just like That's because true, the message though. is good i mean my right point is there's psychopaths out there making legitimate movements to try to normalize <clears throat> shit so yo, like, yo, no, no, I totally get that. But I mean, like 95% of people, 95% yeah, 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 plus, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the majority of like the audience of CNN and ABC is against pedophilia. So they need like the vast majority of that audience. So then if they discredit a movie that is actually against pedophilia, it serves their interest because they, they don't want those people to, to be aware that, no, this is a legit thing. They would, they want to, and they can't discredit it based on its merits. So they have to discredit it on something else. And unfortunately, in this case, there was a disgusting creep involved as there is in any place where there's kids like i mean kids get 
kids get harassed. Oh, my volume is insane. Jamie says that that's not somebody said that to me in a Twitter space the other day um, as well. So I hope just talking quieter would be better. But um, the okay. uh, you're, pa- you're passionate. It's 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 fine. It, I don't blame you. If that is the most forgiving way that somebody could describe me is is passionate. Dude, um, you, look like, you look like you're cosplaying as a drug addict in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I should I be offended by that? I don't remember. Probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the guy who won't slam fucking Uma Thurman's chest with a needle. He makes John Travolta do it. That guy. Uh, like, just I'm trying to. I haven't seen that movie in years. Would, yeah. would, you, <laughs> would, would you give me a foot massage? Fuck yeah, you. Sam, you are not to completely derail that, but yeah, you are right. It's it it, it that is that's why that's how I always feel. Anytime anybody starts to decredit child trafficking, I'm like, what are your motives? <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, what, like what is the purpose of you this? know this is real and it's a lot. Like it, obviously. It probably happens in America, as in, like, I'm sure kids get kidnapped less here than they do in South America. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's completely stolen. But America, according to the movie, which I will look up because I didn't look this data up. But I looked the other thing up. Is uh, we are like the largest consumer of it. America, so like, yeah, I saw yeah. That. Like either way, we're we're getting it. <laughs> like it's it's coming through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. That is- yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, like the, you know, like the QAnon stuff, you know, that, you know, whatever you can say how crazy it was, but that was a lot more on point in reality than like Russiagate was, you know? <laughs> like Yeah. Well, well like, I mean, that's that's the thing is that like every single conspiracy needs some grain of truth. But um, the problem is when you abuse that grain of truth and explode it into something. So like what you'll hear a lot of people who may be like speculating on things do um, you'll hear them give you like a fact, fact, therefore, and then they're going to tell you how to feel about those facts that they just gave you, or they're going to tell you what they think. Like you, sh- they're, they're basically just trying to train you on how to think in like their perspective, rather than just saying like, Hey, this is the information and you come to your own conclusions with that information. <laughs> it does look like Sam. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that reference. That's a great fucking reference by me. I'll take that. Yeah, that's- I'll I'll take that and I'll yeah. Jamie says that he is hot, so well, that's good. That's subjective, so I don't really know. That it, <laughs> like I've said before, I'm the most attractive one on the show. I'm sorry, Adam. I'm I, I'm sorry. It's untrue. It's just untrue. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I don't need to listen to a bunch of dudes on who's most attractive. Okay, yeah, you bunch of maybe, maybe yeah, you yeah maybe to fat. You might be the most attractive dude to fat chicks, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think. Are you calling Jamie fat right now? No, 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 no. I never said that. Don't, don't do that leftist bullshit. You liberal fuck, dude. Transit well, property, bro. I don't know what to say here. I assume Jamie thinks Adam is hotter, but still, I think I'm number two here. Eric Stoltz from. Pulp Fiction would definitely. No, I disagree. It's Kyle or me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, you're you're hot. Justify you, but no, um, no, it's Kyle. Dude, there are 15 dudes that look just like Kyle at every truck stop between Pennsylvania and Indiana. Whoa, I don't give a shit. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> hey, I am mildly more attractive than all the dudes in the truck stops. Listen, I've seen them, and yeah. none of them got guns and tattoos like me. All right. So let's got it. Sweet. Okay. The thing is, though, what I want, what I do want to hear from Jamie is that if Jamie thinks that Kyle is even in the running, let's hear that. 
I like how we're picking on the one female who watched. Yeah, it. the one female. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a fucking <laughs> sausage. Right here. We're, we're like playing fucking come on the cracker. Poor Jane yeah, is the fucking cracker. Time in and call Sam fucking stupid drug addict like I did. This is. Yo, Jamie says yes. He's not in the running. Yeah, fuck you, oh. Kyle. Um, no, no, you know no, what? No, this... no, that's not how I took that. I don't think that's, that's not, not how I take it either. Yeah, <laughs> nice try though. Yeah, dude, what is this? He is a liberal. Can I change words <laughs> yeah. now? Fucking. Oh yeah, you know what? Curveball typos on it. Let's go, dude. There we go. Yeah, I like it. I, I like that one. I'll take it, Aaron. Page. Listen, ty- typos laugh is a ten out of ten. No, he is in the running. I okay. get. I, That's right. I get it. I get it both ways, dude. People either say I have a really funny laugh and it makes them happy, or I'm gonna have the most annoying laugh in the world and they get fucking pissed when they. No, typo, typo. Your laugh makes me very happy. It does. Me too. Well, good. You guys are good people. That's a, that's my judge on it, who's good or bad. That is that is a salt. That is a solid moral guide. <laughs> Sam even like see Sam even left, dude. He couldn't even argue anymore. He just we, rage quit we should, like a lid. The three, oh. the three of us should go to Vegas one day and stay on the strip and be like, "Who's hotter?" And just hold a sign. <laughs> we'll have Luke and Typo hold a sign for us. And we'll make content out of it, and we'll have like there a tip go. jar in front of us. Whoever has the most money at the end wins. I'm gonna get fuck. I'm gonna get ripped. <laughs> I'm gonna start oh, doing yeah. ads again. I'm gonna start doing ads again. I did ads again at the gym today. I hated it, but I'm gonna start doing ads again at the gym. I'll fucking get ripped. You quit comedy. You quit like podcasting. You just get yeah. in like a super workout mode for like a year. Just show up like a bodybuilder. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna do what uh what the backup for the Bears uh typo Tyler uh, Badgett Badgett whatever the fuck his name is when he's like uh. What were you gonna do if football didn't work out? He's like, I don't know, just get into crossfit and get ripped. I was like, Yeah, dude, you get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, back in like uh 2020, I remember telling my wife, I'm like, look, if anything happens between you and I now that it's like lockdown time, uh, I- I'm just gonna like shave my head and get insanely diced and then like go live in the mountains. <laughs> like that's that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, Israel and Ukraine are the two of the biggest largest hubs of checks. Yeah, because right, well, he follows up with the because of CIA sites. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, it's like yeah, we, we're not the biggest traffickers. We're like the biggest consumers of it, the U.S. But uh, right, yeah, other and it's like and Israel as well. Yeah. Place, oh, it's, Israel, it's right? Of, said that. Yeah, it's a lot of place with poor kids, usually, or you know, yeah. whatever. Poor, poor, no one's, gonna, no one's gonna fucking find them or miss them. Yeah, but the amount of women, apparently. women as well as children being trafficked out of Ukraine is massive. It's huge, and nobody's talking about it. Like to the point where you can like see ads for it in like media in general i mean even right after the war started i remember seeing them it's ridiculous yeah. dude i've been watching uh a lot of ukrainians drop drone bombs on russians and it's kind of wild whoa it's like, it, like honestly uh... it should be illegal it should be an act of war it's fucking crazy that we're using drones it's fucking like <laughs> like it's like call of duty dude it's so scary it's a flying robot with a bomb attached to it <laughs> you mean like those like the little ones of course like yeah the like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, little yeah. fucking Flight drones, and they just been strapping yeah, bombs to dude, them and so flying actually, them into people. It's horrifying. The Houthis are using those in the Red Sea right now to to it's, screw with shipping yeah, going into Israel. Horrifying. Also, they've been using them as like grenade drops. Mm-hmm. And dude. I don't know if Russians practice shooting, but they should because this aim at it, like shoot the, shoot it out of the sky. <laughs> like you know, there a lot of these videos of them seeing it and just scrambling, and, and like you're not gonna outrun yeah. it, dude. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, back. dude. They're they're very cheap. So actually, when I was getting out of the Marine Corps, this was about 2017. The Marine Corps was actually creating its own like 
uh, counter like drone program. And I was like kind of part of it a little bit in the like, beginning. I mean, this was happening all across America. I wasn't like some special guy. But basically what was happening is they found out that like terrorist cells were starting to use these drones. And like there was people that were being killed, like dropping grenades. They would use them a lot of times mainly for like surveillance and stuff like that. And we were building, they were building drones with 3D printers in the Marine Corps that were basically designed just to knock other drones out of the sky. Like their whole purpose was to just fly, find a drone and knock it out of the sky. So like this was happening back, at least back in 2017. I yeah, don't know how early dude, they used drones, yeah. but, but now it's pretty crazy. Actually, we, uh, we talked to Control Pew, who is like a big 3D printer uh, for like guns and um, we didn't really talk about it on the podcast, but we didn't know. But he talked about it on, off air uh, that how far advanced these drones are becoming. Like you could basically build these drones almost at home. And that's like pretty crazy, dude, hey, how cheap see, they are. Dude, typo. You might know this. Okay, because it's military shit. So there's that commercial for the Marines or Army. It was like, you know, join the Marines or I forgot. One of the two, right? And you know all those fucking recruit commercials they are showing guys do operations through mountains and snow and grass all the time. <laughs> this yeah. one... They had like a truck and it let like an EMP thing out and it kills all these drones in the air. I was like, when was that real? <laughs> I thought that was a video games forever. Uh, they just casually threw uh, in a commercial. Like as it was nothing. Far as, as far as I know, I mean, I don't know that it could have some sort of capability like that, but as far as I know, that wasn't really a thing. I Maybe. Mean, I, I don't know. Dude, the commercial clear as day. And I'm like, are we not going to talk about that? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, yeah, they, I mean, I, I, I mean, it's pretty obvious now that they, they have ability, they have the ability to like, it's, I probably shouldn't name exactly what it's called, but it's basically a device that can shut down electronics, um, through communications, not like yeah. shut down, like not like an EMP, not, but they can shut down like anything that's moving through radio waves, basically. So I don't know, that's maybe, that, maybe I don't, I don't know. I don't know if, how drones no. I work i don't know all this fucking stuff commercial dude i'm never gonna find this problem i don't know what to type in for it like i wouldn't even EMP know commercial? It like, is the getting pretty weird. dude the, the military commercials are getting uh weird like a lot of them now are like they're not woke stuff anymore it's uh it's like well, we talked we talked about that right? we talk about yeah that they put white guys or, back yeah. in them right yeah they yeah, put yeah, white yeah. guys back in the commercials when it's we're so war, back like we need white dudes <laughs> from the south yeah cool <laughs> motherfuckers growing up on farms <laughs> oh motherfuckers God. who look like a thumb <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude dude we need that, the oh, iowa football team the college <laughs> Yeah, we need the Iowa football team to go fight World War Three for us. Well, well, like I was listening to a show the other day, and I, I wish I could remember it so I could credit them. But like, oh, I think it was Pete Canonas and uh, Mark Clare talking about like the uh, 2024 psyops to look out for, and one of them is going to be the uh, potential for them to flip from woke to you know patriotism and like you know americanism or anything like that like sure. basically they're going to start to lean against the, or you know put the woke away that was what they said put the woke away because you know now that we have all these wars breaking out you know they're building up around china we're fighting a proxy war with russia um you know the israel palestine stuff is popping off so now we can put the woke away because we need these corn-fed motherfuckers the iowa football team you know the fucking 
the motherfuckers that I went to high school with and Typo went to high school with to come out and, you know, go dive for the Jays, for Ukraine, for Taiwan. (laughs) So therefore we have to put the woke away because the woke ain't getting these guys motivated to go out and dive for a country, blood, guts, and glory. Yeah, it it is pretty wild. It's so clear. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that though. Like I, I do think that that would be advantageous. I think the regime probably should change. It's like uh, what culture it's beaming out to the country because I think this woke shit will fall, crash and burn, but I think it's going to go down with it. I think they're too far in deep. I don't think they can, they can reverse. Cause I mean, I don't know. The truth is the left will fucking riot, dude. They'll fucking call. I, I, yeah, I, I I get that pushback, but the only reason why I, I think they would do it is because um, we can't assume that the government's stupid to have be to be doing everything that they're doing. Like, I don't know when I see this, the whole Pied Piper strategy, I know everybody says oh, Donald Trump wasn't supposed to win, but he did. And we have to account for that. So um I think when it gets to an untenable point where the woke no longer serves them, I do think the government will pivot on a dime and have absolutely no problem with it. I mean, you know, the media was ready to fucking take out Joe Biden for ending a war. So, um, yeah. you know, why why wouldn't they turn, to, you know, whenever something was more advantageous for them? And I mean, I'm totally open to being wrong, but I don't assume these people are that stupid to go down with the ship of the woke. I don't know. I think you're probably right that a lot of people in the regime probably agree with you. I think there's actually a lot of people that would want to change, but I I don't know. I just think the institutions are captured. And I mean, I I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong as well, but I just don't really see a lot of signs. I see little anecdotes, like you'll see different commercials nowadays, but, and you'll, but honestly, like it's still there. I mean, and I don't see that changing really anytime soon maybe i mean maybe if you have a complete you know if donald trump or someone like donald trump or better than donald trump comes in and like completely reorganizes the regime you'll see a change but i don't know i think we're i think they're kind of stuck where they are and i don't think they're i don't know i I mean maybe you're right i think you know okay so like the israel stuff. yeah the the israel gaza stuff i think is a very very good pivot because um now you have all the right wingers being pro war again, and they're perfectly willing to, you know, look right past the stuff and look no further than Matt Gates, because Matt Gates is a perfect example of somebody that's willing to be complacent in the regime if it means supporting Israel. Somebody that was like a wild dissident, and I was cheering on everything he was doing last year, putting forth anti-war bills to end the war in Somalia. Yeah, um, yeah and the war in Syria. Uh, lest we not forget, you know, how outspoken he was about the Ukraine aid. But then all of a sudden he says like, oh, well, we shouldn't take advantage of the people's goodwill to Israel and then, you know, lump it in with the aid for, you you know, lump it in with the aid for Ukraine and the border. And then also he's also establishment when it comes to China. And this is somewhere where, you know, once again, Democrats and Republicans largely agree on China and Israel. There's like a very, very few fringe leftists that are very loud about Israel. But once again, the majority of both sides agree on those things. So that we have the stuff popping off in Gaza. If you see some more activity going on over in China, you have no meaningful resistance and everybody will be more than glad to, you know, fall in line when it comes to those two issues. So if we do see, you know, are any of us China Hawks? I'm not any of us. I'm not. No. Okay. Just wondering, just making sure we're all on the same page here. Okay. 
Yeah, but I sorry, I, I derailed I, you. I shouldn't have said anything. No, 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 that, that's okay. But basically, like, I think they would put the woke away if more stuff happened around China or like the war in Israel had started to expand. And like, even with Iran, like, there's very little meaningful resistance to the Iran, China, or like Israel stuff. Like, that is where the both sides, even the dissident right wingers, are all on board for that. So, um, that's why I think that there's a big conversation to be had right there. You know, it's sick not being military draft age. It's fucking sick. It's fucking wow. awesome. Well, you Good point. <laughs> it's fucking sick, dude. Can't wait for you guys to get drafted. <laughs> no, I, I think we're out of draft age, too, isn't it? Is it, is it uh, 30? Was it the 30, 35? What's the age? I thought it was 25. No way. It's twenty. It's definitely more than 25, bro. Hold it on. has to be. I, I am a disabled veteran. They're not going to get no, me. Being disabled part is uh, definitely being fucking stupid. Oh, no, no, no. Hold no. on. Yeah, no, no. I just Googled it. Federal law requires nearly all, nearly, okay, so that's interesting. Um, Nearly all male U.S. citizens and male immigrants, 18 through 25, to register with the Selective Service. Right. But that's, just, what, registering. that's just registering. When the draft the, happens, the draft, they start to do it farther. Yeah. Well, there's okay, no there's no age because it's dependent and they change it over time. Like, okay, dude, no, no, Ukraine no, no, is no, no, now. No, wait, right. no, no, no. I know what you're saying, Sam. Ukraine. There okay. is no legal, but there it doesn't. No legal I, upper okay. age, though. Hold on. I know there's no, there. I, I, I hold on. I, I literally I literally just Google. I, I I have it right here. It says at what age can you define or can you not be drafted in the military? The Selective Service mandates that men 18 through 25 register for potential draft. After turning 26, they are no longer eligible to be drafted oh. from the usmilitary.com. Dude, but like this doesn't matter. I know. No, like I know it doesn't matter at in all. In other words, if we were suffering catastrophic losses, it would just keep going up and up and up and up and up. But we're not. Well, but so dude, I think we haven't had a together. draft. <laughs> we haven't had a draft since 1973. So it's like what the legal thing of what the draft is isn't. It's not a thing. They can write down whatever they want, but given the situation that happens when they reinstitute a draft, it's going to be a new policy. So what you guys are talking about is nonsense. It doesn't mean anything. Okay, like okay, so, Ukraine right now is drafting people who have one eye. They're drafting people who are missing legs. There's they're drafting people in Ukraine. I understand that. Yeah. But like it, it doesn't, obviously I don't think that's going to happen here, but what I'm saying is like, whatever the time, whatever the age they're saying right now is not, it doesn't matter. Like they'll draft up to 35. If they have to, they'll probably start it lower, but they'll change it over time. Basically you're saying that like, if they feel they have to, then they're going to draft whoever the right. fuck they want. Is that I your get point? It. Yes. I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So like one stat that I always found interesting that uh, independent polling had actually found that 50% of, um, I want to say 50% of like Republican voters actually supported mandated military service. Yeah. 50%. Yeah. So, I mean, just imagine, I, I always bitch about people when they start saying, oh, the, the this X group wants you dead. Okay, well, you could say the left wants you dead. You could say the right wants you dead. You could make this case for anybody. Now, do I actually think it's true? No, I think it's fucking retarded when people say this. But, like, the point is, is that, like, the right is ready to have people like us when we're 18 years old go to the military and, if necessary, go die because it's mandatory for God guts guns and glory um yeah. that's that, that's what they're willing to do for all of us so um yeah there was don't a, think that good there's a there was a time that actually like uh joining the military and like this was like before world war one even i think but it was actually a very good way for like lower class people to move up in the ranks of society and 
and uh, make a name for themselves and bring honor to their family and, and sure. dignity. And, but it, it seems like after we, uh, like World War One, maybe it was World War Two. I'm not exactly sure, but when we, we basically had a standing army, a standing military empire across the world, the military began to degrade. Like it, it was just not, it's not what it was for. We've never had a military that was a standing army like that before and over time it just slowly it's not this way to move up and because it used to be a prestigious thing now it's more of like we need people to join and they'll take almost anybody nowadays and it's like and it's not a way to like move up now yeah you get benefits and yeah you get like 13 though when but in 2013 when i joined i think around when you joined 70 percent of people weren't qualified to serve in the military of military age because of obesity yeah. and everything and i i assume it's it's low it's higher now it's like these gen z kids are even qualified to serve in the military like how many of them are on anxiety meds which is an immediate disqualifier how, yeah how many of them are obese it's like 45 percent yeah, right just, there just like you said wouldn't that be fucking change if they need it to be like fuck it you're fat whatever yeah. go fight it's oh yeah for sure. yes i think they even changed yes. their standards along the way i'm sure their standards are actually a lot uh were a little bit more difficult in physical fitness standards but they lower and make excuses and waivers for people nowadays it's actually insane i mean the, the idea of like criminals being put in the military was not like a normal thing like that but that was a normal thing in like iraq and afghanistan and, and like it's not uncommon for you to be in the military and you talk to some gunny and then they'd be like oh my options were i go to jail for like five years or i join the marine corps and you're like what <laughs> like what'd you do oh assault and battery like what they let you yeah. do that and you're like it, it just blew your mind but the quality, I think the stand having a standing military has actually degraded the quality of our military because you're not keeping like the very best and most efficient. You have to have millions of people scattered across the world to maintain your empire. And it's right. just not. And it's it's basically how I describe it. The military now is like a, a jobs program. It's welfare for conservatives nowadays. It's because <laughs> you just learn a skill. Right. You get ben you get significant benefits like for like college is significant. I would consider it a significant benefits because you get four years completely paid for actually you get paid to go to school. Uh, it's called the GI bill. Um, but it, it's just the quality of the military has just completely degraded and how we use our military. We switched around. Like we, we went from conquering nations to now we're fighting insurgencies in the desert. And it's just like we, the military doesn't really know what it's doing on the grand scheme of things. It's just trying to maintain the empire, which mm -hmm. I don't think they really know how to do. And the I think the quality over the century of the military has really decreased because of that. And they're just, they're bringing in anybody. I mean, like Sam said, dude, like the physical fitness is a joke nowadays. I mean, even the Marine Corps, it's a fucking joke. Like compared to what the Marine Corps is, we thought we were like, oh, wow, we're, we have a physical stand. You hear like Air Force and like we do like five setups and you're like, dude, what? Like, what is that? Dude, but, you know what the it, police department test was? You had yeah, to hop a six foot wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you had to run a mile in like 12, 15 minutes or something crazy like that. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But also, like, I don't know, there might be a component to it because of how our military operates nowadays. It's not like, you know, we're not storming beaches anymore. It's really air superiority, uh, mechanized units nowadays, um, missiles, uh, predator drones and like all this techno technology adds another element to it. So maybe that's another reason, like the quality of the humans that are in the military has decreased. I don't exactly know. 
So I don't even think they could tr even get away. I like I know I said this about COVID, so I could be wrong, but I don't think they could get away with a draft. I, I just don't see it. Yeah, happening. I, I disagree because of what because of what you just said because yeah. COVID and shit. I don't think I think any dude. I don't think anything's off the table anymore. Like I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I think the younger generations are just not into that. I think they're too. The, 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 even even the liberal ones are so distrusting and even the right-wing ones are distrusting in like this this regime it's going to take a lot from them to earn that respect back from them i i forward. truly think with the if, especially if the left starts the war they'll get celebrities to endorse it and kids are dumb <laughs> Yeah. Like for yeah, real. I, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm look how many kidding, celebrities. <laughs> like, look how many celebrities were all in on Ukraine, and look how many right, celebrities are exactly. all in on Israel. And, so once again, I, yeah. But I mean, like, I think it's going to be the same deal if something happens with China and Taiwan. Is you're going to see everybody saying Taiwan is a country, and we must defend democracy in Taiwan, even though standing U.S. policy for years has been we don't recognize Taiwan as a country, and China is the same way. We recognize that Taiwan is a sovereign territory of China, not the sovereign territory of Taiwan. No matter how you feel about that, no matter how the people of Taiwan feel about that, that's just the way that the international community recognizes it. If Taiwan wants to declare independence, that's fine by them. They can go ahead and fight a war with China and we should be completely separate from it. Yeah, it's, it's almost like, hey guys, go Yeah, on. that's what it was until Biden <laughs> yeah. came in. Literally oh, yeah. Biden came out. He's he has been spitting all over the one China policy ever since he came into office. He said that we will defend Taiwan. And it's funny because you have Vivek Ramaswamy out saying, oh, no one will say they will defend Taiwan. So the next U.S. president needs to say we will defend Taiwan and we're going to separate from China when it's like, dude, you're a fucking retard. You have no idea what you're talking about. And they're doing everything they can to spit right in the face of China. And, and look, I'm not saying the Chinese government's good government. No government's good government. But like the fact is, is that we don't want to pick a war with them because we'll lose and within the first month um it's estimated when they do the war games that we'll lose thirty thousand people in a month how the fuck do you think joe biden donald trump will take losing thirty thousand americans in a month yeah but we'll overseas. probably knock yeah. out like over a million chinese so you know good ratio if you ask me. <laughs> yeah well no 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 that's that's the problem though is that our, our our ships never get off our aircraft carriers as soon as we get over there so what happens is that we get our asses handed to us and we lose that's what happens yeah. because there, well, Taiwan is 7,000 miles away from the U.S. How do we think we're going to win that one? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, I mean, I, I know this. I've heard this, like, from Scott Horton and other people that, you know, it, during the Bush and Cheney years and maybe in the Obama years, they were pushing for major war with Iran. But it was the Pentagon yep. that was like, no, like, we cannot sustain <laughs> these casualties. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 the, right. We will no, lose. Dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, people treat Iran like it's not a serious country. It is. Right. It's a scary, serious country. It's not yeah. like Iraq or right. any of these other places we've been involved in. It's it's not. Yeah. They're not to be trifled with, dude. That's why, not a good uh, idea. It's funny that we just fuck with Somalia so hard because they're just like essentially the poor kid in the neighborhood, and we're like, "Give me your fucking money, you get bitch!" And you're like, "I, get, yeah. I yeah. can't give you anymore." And we're like, "Fucking yeah!" Thought <laughs> we're like, "I'm sorry, I don't know what I seriously." <laughs> it's so it's like the one small ass country we just constantly just keep fucking up. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. even. Uh, I can't I can't think of the exact quote. I don't even know who it's from, but I heard Scott Horton say it a lot where. They just go to these third world countries and kick people around just to remind other countries like who we are. You guys, Sam and Tyler, you probably know the numbers better than this, but uh, black, the real Black Hawk Down story. Didn't we lose like 18 guys and they kill like 1100 in the course of like two days, like a bunch of 
Oh, that's dude, it was data. a slaughter. That's in, that's yeah. insane. Like, if, if you take away all the political shit and all the fucking all that, and just go to like military tactics and break that shit down, that's in, very impressive. A bunch of guys who had no idea where they are, who were under fucking equipped, just wipe out over a thousand dudes. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty fucking. Yeah, crazy. It's that's very impressive. Is all I'm saying. That's why there's that joke where like people in the United States military go over, slaughter thousands of people, then yeah. come home, cry about it, and Hollywood makes a movie about it. Right. <laughs> it's true. It's, it really it's is so like, like that. Because that, killing all their people made us sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that's impressive to do still to be trapped in a foreign city where people surround you and you're like, we're going to fight our way out. It's pretty badass. Is all I'm saying. It's, it's wild, but yeah, that's, it is, it's, it's a bully tactic, but it's funny. Yeah. And like geopolitical scale, it's like, it's literally we're the biggest, most powerful empire in the world. And we're picking on a country that barely has a government, barely has yeah, any sort of yeah, so sustainable wild. institutions. They're like, a lot of the a lot of the people in Afghanistan were like Pashtun farmers that thought the Soviet Union was back. That's who they right. thought was coming to yeah. attack them when we invaded. And then they found out like, oh, they're just you know a big superpower with an American flag instead of the Soviet star. And it's like yeah. it's so crazy, dude. These people didn't what, know anything. What was the English war with the Falk Falkland Islands? Was that like a territorial thing? Or is that the Falklands War. The, the British have always controlled Falklands. No, no, no. The Falklands is populated by British nationals and British ethnic people. They speak English. The The Argentinians were having like some domestic issues and they thought that it would be easy to attack the British. And then the British sent in the SAS and they just started slaughtering RG conscripts like crazy. It's like the same I, I, thing. I, I thought they just parked their fucking boats right outside of their shooting range and just fucking shell the fuck out of Argentina. <laughs> like, they the, couldn't hit them. Yeah. They were like, we're going to stop right here right. and we're going to fuck you guys up from here. Which is and then ground troops that were just, like, they yeah. sent in the special forces to slot. Like, they just, I mean, they were killing, like, teenagers, basically. Like, it's not their yeah. fault, like, but, yeah. That's the way she goes, boys. You must feel like a god, but like all these like SAS guys or like SEAL team guys just go in and just fuck up goat farmers. They must feel like an unstoppable, like a Dr. Manhattan just walking through people. It's <laughs> like, basically what it is. Dude. Yeah. Like that's, dude, it's I'm like, it's like that scene in Rogue One Vader at the end. We just start walking through rebel troops. <laughs> it's like that's no, that's them, dude. Dude, they would dude drop to be honest with you, dollars of bombs on like a sniper in Afghanistan that was in the mountains, <laughs> like millions yeah. of dollars of bombs. Yeah. On one guy in a mountain so they would a, a guy a guy would fire a oh, missile who doesn't make the cost of the missile in a year versus right. firing it at a guy who doesn't make it in a lifetime yeah like <laughs> yeah it was the parachute regiment my friend's dad fought over there in ireland yeah but dude like the sas like those guys and navy seals like special forces they're like even compared to like a regular light infantry troop like like an army or a marine infantry guy it, it's almost the same difference. Like they could kill any of us. Oh, yeah. Like they're not. Oh, they're they're at a whole nother level. Yeah. So millions when you, dollars, you yeah, it's crazy. Millions of dollars go. Like there's maybe yeah. a couple hundred thousand that went into training me and Sam. Maybe a million, maybe, but million like like tens yeah, of yeah, millions yeah, yeah, yeah. one guy for the specific like super god soldier training yeah, that's what i'm saying i feel like they all feel like they're bane like right before they pump up they're like all right hold on 
<laughs> that venom in me, and they're like, ah, they just run through dude, fucking again, four people. <laughs> I, I've never looked into it. I've seen movies that could like make conspiracies about this, but I'm sure they've done that before. Like, try to juice these dudes up with For something, sure. oh, dude. Something you're not trying to make super soldiers, you're out of your fucking yeah. mind. I, that's yeah. not even that's, that's, that's real. That's just real. I don't even give a fuck with zero evidence. I know that's real. <laughs> I don't need a book <laughs> to tell me that's a yeah. fucking thing. We try, dude. We try to Captain America people 100%. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm like, I mean, the CIA was like testing acid on like fucking people. So like, I'm sure they've tested on to make super soldiers. Like, I just no doubt. <laughs> Dude, there's videos of them using LSD on soldiers. It says uh, some yeah, pissed yeah. off Scottish shards in 8,000 miles from home ready to bayonet some cunt. And then it's 18 year old Argentine conscript fighting, enjoying <laughs> winning his first war. <laughs> yeah, It's awful. Dude, I had, I had, I had a buddy who was in Afghanistan and he talked about all the time, like the people that they killed were Pakistani college kids. He was like, they just came over the border and fought us for fun. That's crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, they're all college students in somewhere in Pakistan. I was Dude, like, out of what? all the military, I would just take pop shots for funsies at. It's not what it do with the U S no. <laughs> Mexican. Maybe they don't seem very accurate. I don't know. Italian seems fun. That seems like an easy one. I don't know, but like U.S. military, that's the last one I'm doing. <laughs> Book well, the Papa. Why are you firing my, at me? Why are you taking the pop shots at us? Yeah, from my understanding, this was very common because they could just run over to Afghanistan, fire some pop shots in America, you know, go back home, tell some girls like, "Hey, I just fought the United States military." But once they get back to Pakistan, they're pretty you badass, know, dude. That's a fucking you know, sick they can't just line. <laughs> yeah, sick line, dude. Rules of engagement, and we have. O OAEs and areas of operation like we can't just go into Pakistan whenever we want we have we only can stay in Afghanistan oh, what did I do last weekend I don't know I just dropped some fucking rounds at some fucking tanks from the military you military. <laughs> no big deal what are you doing later tonight you yeah. talk? what's up yeah dude it's a sick pickup line that's so cool uh, you guys are like fucking they're shooting at us again <laughs> I'm not even mad about it dude they were well, definitely I mean, finding their like passports on the bodies of the dudes they were killing though I remember that that's fucking yeah. crazy. It's pretty crazy, dude. Like, I the guy had some crazy stories. He's like, I think I fought more Pakistani college kids than I fought Taliban or Al Qaeda. He's like, I don't even think I ran into an Al Qaeda guy. This is something I always thought about, and this is just, I mean, I know this will never happen, but if you're telling me that the the government isn't filled with demonic pedophiles, then why not just make a fucking SEAL team of child rescuers? And be like, we don't care about international law. We're just going to go in and save kids. We would fuck everybody up. No one's going to stop those guys. Right? Yeah. I mean, theoretically, <laughs> right? that could work. It'll be sick, dude. But we're never going to do that. We're wasting our fucking talents. Yeah, we're, we're too spending, or too much like spending, I don't know, millions of dollars to try to capture like, like what was that? There was a Netflix show about them trying to like Julian mess Assange. up the weed. <laughs> the weed drug trade in like central america or something and they were sitting like all these agents down there to like shut it down and it's like now it's legal here like man all think about all the kids we could have saved with those resources I, I remember watching a documentary and i didn't know what it was about but i just saw like these very heavily armed like law enforcement like not even military like law enforcement guys walking through like brush field i'm like yeah are they going to like a fucking cult in the middle of california woods Bro, for weed fucking farms. I was like, yo. <laughs> yeah. Send that shit to saving kids. How about how about we try that? Like that's insane, dude. That that was insane. Yeah. Like they were looked like they were like tech armor almost, like, like, like a future Call of Duty game. <laughs> I was like, for weed? Yeah. Right. 
Good. It is pretty crazy, dude. Like, uh, it's pretty weird. I live in a really small town, and they have like a like an up arm. I don't know if it's armored anymore, but they have like a military Humvee. And I'm like, why do they? Yeah, yeah. Do they have that. And I think it's because like they were just like the military. They just sell them, or they're getting rid yeah, of them. Yeah, they do. And have, like, and they just give them to like because these small they produce towns. them, dude. The small town next to me, where I live in Connecticut, I swear to God, they have an MRAP. I'm not yeah, like they wait. have an MRAP, um, it, which is like a large, heavy armored vehicle that is supposed to go over minefields. And they have it in the town of Coventry, Connecticut, a town of 15,000 white people in the sticks of Connecticut. What happens if the it's Boston ridiculous. bombers come back? They, they probably, they probably yeah. just pull it out for the parade every year, and that's about it, dude. Dude, uh, the NYPD had some crazy shit. Oh, I bet, dude. Crazy dude, shit. The NYPD. We talked about this a lot, dude. It is a it is a standing military. No, they are. So when I, when I it was is there, forty thousand people. Le- there's, in less the now, there's less now. There's less now. There's less. There was less when no. I was there, but but there was a lot. But there was like it was in the thirties. It was like low thirties, but it was still insane. It's still more than most armies, yeah. like in the world. Yes. Dude, so, dude. so like, the NYPD was so anti working with anybody else. Like they would fight the FBI because we they had everything. They had helicopters, boats, scuba yeah. shit, I, whatever the the, the, F, the feds would have. Like yeah, we they're like we have it. We don't need that. <laughs> so fuck off. Like that was a whole big thing. Uh, uh, the the ESU teams are crazy. Like the regular SWAT teams, like they have crazy shit on the trucks. Like they have crazy trucks. They have crazy shit. There's like the 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 counterintelligence sh- uh, stuff they have in the NYPD is nuts. Like the how they monitor Manhattan behind closed doors is insane. It's like it's like a high, it's like a movie. It's like a high tech movie. You're like, oh, this doesn't exist. It's like a war room. No, it, it does exist. It exists in Manhattan somewhere. <laughs> like it's like, dude, it's yeah. insane what they have. Dude, dude probably sorry, in like they, a house with a false they hate, facade. They they hate working with people so much. There was a so like there's technically uh the state troopers are they have a they have a barracks in New York City, obviously, right? That's the easiest. If you want to be a state trooper in New York, try to get into the barracks in New York City because they'll never you'll never do a thing. So there was a story one time where there was these two state troopers. They were on the highway of Staten Island, like hiding, you know, pulling people over for tickets. And the NYPD highway cops, they pull up right next to them, like window to window. And they roll down the window. They just stare at them. And the guy's like, do you need help? Like, you guys are right. And the NYPD cops are just staring at him. And they're like, you guys good? They go, the fuck are you doing here? And they're like, oh, we're just trying to like get people for speeding. They go, we got it. Fuck off. And they're like, okay. And they fucking made them leave. <laughs> like, they don't fuck around. Like, they're very serious. <laughs> so, yeah, they have crazy shit. But they're also dicks, obviously. Just so we're clear, Adam used to be a cop, an NYPD cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he doesn't like to talk about it since now, you know, we're all cop-hating libertarians. But, That's true. you know, but, but we the, still the love you. They have is, the shit they have is sick, though, is my point. It is. <laughs> it is stuff. sick. They shouldn't they have, have it, but it is cool sick. Stuff. No, I agree. They definitely should, but it's cool. That's not what I'm talking about, the cool factor of it. I see sometimes, like, definitely. You know, like, we talk about, like, removing the politics out of artists we like because then we'll never like anything. Same shit with the military and cops, though. It's like, remove all that. They have cool shit. <laughs> like, they have yeah. cool gear. You know, it's like, it's cool. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely cool. It's definitely very cool. Dude, one time um, the, old, the old commissioner said they asked him, they're like, "Do you guys have a capability of stopping a plane from ever attacking the trade center?" Almost like a throwaway joke qu- question, and he was like, 
I can't talk about that. I was like, well, you might now. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Do we have missiles? That'd be sick. <laughs> Dude, New York is just going to turn into Gaza. They're going to be like yeah. launching missiles into Connecticut. Out of the fucking just blowing up in Newark. <laughs> Iron Dome opens from the fucking Empire State Building. That'd be sick. <laughs> okay, we want to end it on this classic video of the Coast Guard smacking up some oh, narco subs. This is a cool video, too. It's sick. Yeah. No one's giving enough credit to the guys who made this fucking marine. Uh, marine. It works pretty well. Hey, they can't hear you. They're in a submarine. It's gonna be hard to get on. Dude, he's pointing. I know, like, the submarine's gonna be like, oh, my bad. Dude, if, if video games and movies tell me anything, you're supposed to throw a grenade down there. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Dude, the I think the Coast Guard was bad like that. <laughs> I think I have my podcast who was in the Coast Guard. And the funny thing is, is like in the military, the Coast Guard's always like the bun of the jokes. Like we right. always make fun of them. This guy comes on, he's like, Yeah, I was like fighting Somali pirates. And I was like, Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, off the coast of Somalia. <laughs> How do we wait? I, we deploy our Coast Guard? They're not. The last... They're not supposed to. Yeah, I thought they, the I thought last they... time they were ever actively deployed was yeah. Vietnam War. Uh, well. That is not true. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're mostly, like, they are, they, they do mostly do stuff domestically, like along the border and everything. I knew some guys who worked with Coast Guard and Border Patrol that were MPs. I mean, they really move people around quite a bit. But, like, yeah, the Coast Guard, they don't do a lot of military stuff. They're under the Department of Transportation. But, like, the cop stuff that they do is really hardcore. And they're and the regular people are much more connected to it than like um, than, like, a logistics Marine like me would be. Yeah. Dude, when I was still when I was still a pig, uh, I got offered or, uh, offered a job to do like completely switch careers and do marine maritime security, and I was like, that might be fucking sick. I was like, I don't know how much I want to fight. I knew I knew a guy Somali pirates that, that did that. He he talked about that, and because I had no idea, like, he, I don't I don't know. Is this the same thing as merchant marines? Is that what no. you called it? Okay. No, I don't know. No, it's separate. No, I got offered to do like maritime security. Like it's like a, it was like a private company that was like we sleep on fucking cargo vessels and we travel with them, but, but we're just yeah. We're just I think that's security. what he did. I don't know, but he was dude. But that's thing. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I, I that's even. Him, I genuinely thought about it. I genuinely thought like, about it. But it, it, it's not even that dangerous for you. It's basically like seal clubbing, dude. Oh, it would have been so easy. I watched videos. They just, yeah. They put. They just arm the rifle on the fucking ship dock or the fucking handrail and just fucking light these guys up because they're dumb Somali pirates. E right. <laughs> even more so than like ever. in Somalia on land. Like even more so than on land, like the superiority. Because from a ship, you have even more. Way it's like easier. it's literally yeah. fish in water. It's it fish paid, in a bucket. Like it paid decent. And I genuinely thought about it, but it was like you're gone for like seven months. Like it's a lot. Yeah, that's, that, like that's the rub. It, that yeah. it was like, dude, the pay was good. It was like 200 grand or like 180. Grand. It was like up there. It was like a lot of fucking money to do like five to seven months of work. So you weren't even working the full year. 
But it was like, you want to see your family for seven, eight months? It's like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> so it's like, I can't. I just couldn't. I couldn't do that. But I fucking, god damn it, dude, that was so fucking cool. Yeah, if I was younger, I would have done that instead of joining the Marine Corps. <laughs> Get paid uh, they way usually more. Hire, like they usually only hire like X something. Like a lot of those yeah. guys are like ex military police or whatever the fuck. They have some sort of training already. Like they're just gonna hire like some eighteen year old kid. Like you want to go shoot pirates? Oh, that would be sick. That would be sick. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's how. Oh, that's kind of how arms security works for me. A lot of people were ex military, ex cops, ex FBI or something. Somewhere where they had experience with firearms and security. Yeah, it's fucking. Anyway, I should have done it. So we should, we could wrap it up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Um oh, wait, yeah, wait, fuck wait, the feds. Me, hold on, wait, wait. Oh, plugs. Up. Right. Okay. Bitch. This fucking guy. <laughs> Just plug your shit, man. Plug your shit. <laughs> I am right there. Uh nice. this is updated because I got the city in Connecticut wrong. I'm not in Stanford. I'm in Norwalk. <laughs> so it's not That's a way there. shittier city, by the way. I don't choose, all right? <laughs> I know, I know that. I'm just saying. Actually, I do choose where I go. Do you know what I meant? Uh, this, uh, January 12th, Norwalk, Connecticut. Uh, January 19th, LP Convention in Jacksonville, Florida. Thanks for uh, joining Aaron. us. Uh, 26th, 27th, Conyers, Georgia. The 23rd, Coast, uh, February 23rd, Costa Mesa, California. 24th, LA. Uh, April 12th and 13th, Corpus Christi, Texas. And April 19th, Duluth, Minnesota. Go check out the Cult of Us podcast. I'm gonna be other places throughout those times, but that's like more local shit. That's my on the road shit. So I'll be in Phil, I'll be in Philly, New York, and New Jersey a lot around those, you know, those months too. So uh come on out, please, and thank you. That's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> typo. Uh, oh, Kyle. Sorry. Typo. Okay. <laughs> no, I, no, whoever, whoever. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, at the real typo on Twitter, and then me and Luke have our separate podcast, Biden the Bullet. You can find it on all podcatchers, just not YouTube. <laughs> nice. Uh, someone go ahead and pull up my thing real quick. Oh, I got you. Okay, I, I'll pull that up. But first, I'm gonna do my plugs. Uh, illegitimate scholar, follow me on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all of a plug. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, cry our new single from a calm crown is coming out in exactly 11 days. I just nice. listened to it again yesterday morning, and uh, I, I think everybody's really gonna like this one. It's such that it's just a killer it's a sick tune. cover I be for this. With it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's my singer and uh, drummer that figure all that shit out. I'm, I'm a fucking retard, all right? I can already no, get it. Shit. So, I get it. And Liberty and Health. Yeah, and Liberty and Health, uh, two days a week for me. Uh, Cognitive Vigilance will be back this Thursday night at 8.30. I believe we have uh, Tiffany Fox, a former porn star, coming on to talk. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. Cool. Well, in that case, we're out. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Hells yeah.